Hey everyone, and welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I am Madison, and as always, I am joined by... Jamie. Yay! And we apologize for the fact that it's been well over a month, probably, <laughs> since you last heard our lovely voices on your headphones. Yeah. Or speakers, I suppose. I think it's actually been like two months. Oops. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that. Medicine kind of, has been on the floor the entire time. I, I have been Grace for <laughs> the last month lying on the floor because my, my pain is definitely, ah! It's a muscle so it's thing. Not, it's not disc, it's in the muscles. <laughs> but um, And also we kind of anticipated the summer being busy. Jamie was out of the country for yeah. some time and I've been going back and forth to my parents amish farm and helping them can <laughs> things they're not actually amish but they do, might as well be. do a lot of preserves <laughs> <laughs> um so but we didn't anticipate it being quite as long of a break as it ended up being but yes my back has been out for a while so i definitely commiserate with grace and frankie in the su- second episode we'll be discussing today the fall yes but before we get to that one, we'll be discussing the pot. Yep. Which is not a flower pot. <laughs> it's weed. <laughs> it's weed. <laughs> the marijuana. <laughs> the Mary Jane. The the MJ. I can't think of any other slang terms. I'm for sure it. there are tons. You let um, us know at Navigating Netflix. What is it? And in a podcast. <laughs> oh dear, that's yours. Mine is navigating Netflix originals at gmail dot com. There you go. I don't know where yours is. I don't have Twitter. You let us know your favorite <laughs> slang term for I don't the tweet weed. or twat. No tweets or twats from Madison. Nope. I don't but... know how to do the twits. <laughs> the twerks. <laughs> Let's talk season three, episode six. Episode six, yes, the which pot. is the pot and my very first observation is yes. why did Mallory think she would need to eat a dozen cupcakes going <laughs> over to Grace's house like that's some serious level stress eating right there I plus know, they seriously. all have worms on it so it's like two snacks and one <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like I'm okay with maybe one possibly two cupcakes max but I don't think I could eat a dozen Right, and I can see, like, maybe bringing a couple extra in case somebody wanted one. Right. But, like, to bring an entire tray, which looks like she just decorated them in the cupcake tray. Who does that? Like, about <laughs> it easier, number one. So either she did it, then she put them back in the tray to bring with her. It just doesn't make any sense, guys. <laughs> None of it is possible. <laughs> it's not logical. I do <laughs> Nothing like, about it is normal. I do appreciate that the the thing, instead of giving the cupcakes to Grace to calm her down, what they end up doing is slowly <laughs> sliding a martini glass towards her <laughs> as she's Which pounding like, that chicken. Oh my god, the way she's pounding that chicken reminds me of why I'm vegetarian. Like, it's just this <laughs> gross sucking slurping mashing noise of meat being pounded with a hammer and i just like <laughs> threw up everywhere as i watched it and then ate a giant salad there you go <laughs> um i instead had some thai food but you know Ooh, that also sounds good it was but i remember did you get it from the same place that we ordered it from when i was there yes then it was good yes it was <laughs> <laughs> but um well, I mean, and we know that, like, giving Grace a martini is definitely the way to oh, yeah. 
calm her down. And we also know that she wouldn't eat food that had been fingered by children, as Brianna points out at the beginning. Yes, she definitely would not. Uh, it's kind of funny, though, that, uh, you know, Grace, instead of coming to terms immediately with the fact that she's, you know, she really enjoys Frankie's presence and she's gonna, she misses her and all this, she's, like, thinking that this is going to be the perfect moment for Mallory and Brianna and her to like finally become close oh like like she heard some families can be yes. <laughs> and I mean like they'd already smoked the pot at this point and right. Grace you know doesn't thinks the pot doesn't work on her but like clearly it does because as she's sitting there having this conversation she's eating a cupcake with a fork and a Which knife. Which she would never do. <laughs> She'd like, never, never eat a cupcake. No, or food that had been touched by children. So right. she's already starting to feel the effects. Yeah. And I think she's kind of like, she knows what they're saying is right. right. You know, that she would miss Frankie, that, you know, Frankie's her friend kind of thing, but she's just like in denial. She doesn't want that to be true at that point. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> It's easier for her to just to say, oh, I'll just be best friends with you guys. Yeah. And they're just like, uh, no, that's a problem. <laughs> and Brianna calls Bud up and she's like, just get your fucking mother over here. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing with Bud and like his girlfriend uh, is bizarre. I, I feel like, okay, Bud's girlfriend is super weird, yeah. but she makes Bud more weird than he mm-hmm. already is somehow. Like, he just, like, feeds off her weirdness. Oh, yeah. And it's so strange. Yeah, it seems so out of character <laughs> for him. But I guess, like, the entire premise of Bud's character is that he's, like, sort of the straight-laced one. But then I guess maybe this his girlfriend's meant to make us realize that, like, no, he actually fits into his family more than you think because he's also really weird and, maybe. like, eccentric. <laughs> Just, in, like, in a by-the-books kind of way. Right. <laughs> yeah. How, how do you feel? What What is her name, the girlfriend? Is it Emily? No. no definitely not. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> I can't remember what it is either. I didn't write that down. Uh, me neither. Uh, like at one point, I was typing out and I was just like, blah, 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 about Bud's girlfriend because I couldn't remember what her name was. But, yeah, um, I can't remember either. But anyway, Bud's girlfriend. Um, yeah, Bud's girlfriend. Like, what do you, how do you feel about her? <laughs> I was never really attached to her. Like, it, I don't want to spoil anything in the future episodes, but I find their relationship to be odd and i find her to be like kind of needy in a way that annoys me yeah um and also just the fact that like to to just go ahead and call the therapist and be like (laughs) i think you have a problem with your family yeah that like like, that bothered me more than like anything else that she does because she's obviously like has every illness known to man and has like a lot of other like social issues yeah but like the fact that she just like calls her therapist and patches bud in to like have the therapist tell him that he spends too much time with his family or whatever and i'm like that's just a little i kind of feel like you shouldn't have gone there (laughs) right like i understand that frankie is kind of emotionally needy quite often but Mm -hmm. also this is a big deal for her to be in a fight with grace about kind of a major issue right right? like a big fight right and so the fact that he's like okay i all i all i want to do is fuck allison on my rose petal bed so you guys need to get out and i don't care it's kind of a bit much i think 
See, like, I kind of felt the other way about it. Because I'm like, Frankie is a grown woman. (laughs) Like, she doesn't need to, like, be messing up Bud's chances of getting laid, you know? I mean, sure, but... (laughs) And, like, also, you went to Coyote, and, like, Coyote could have taken her to a vegan hotel or... (laughs) To some, you know, somewhere else, and not that wasn't back to Bud's apartment, you know, yeah, and true. helped her, you know, taking her to Del Taco or something, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and talk to her. But he doesn't. He just like brings her there, and right. knowing that Bud will have to deal with it, so that that annoyed me a yeah, lot. Yeah, that sort of like Coyote doesn't even make an attempt yeah. to like deal with it, and, which is like what Bud you know, kind of his frustration about Coyote living with him and depending right. on him so much really comes out in this episode and Coyote lashes back by calling Allison something yeah, weird remember. or something. But I guess that is, <laughs> I guess it's just like the straw that broke the camel's back. Because of course, like, right. Coyote didn't know that he was about to, you know, But get no, he did. He did? He did. That's he did. like oh. when he, he arrives there, he's like, I know, I know I'm not supposed to be here right oh, now. I that. So like, Coyote knew that you know, he was must have been planning on staying somewhere else that day already. So why didn't he take her yeah. there? <laughs> so I must have forgotten that bit. So then, yes, I am in agreement. That is too much. <laughs> it's just too much relying on Bud. And I can kind of see where it's like, okay, this was fine when I was single. But like, I'm trying to make a go with a relationship now. You can't just keep doing this to me. Right. Mom, you're a grown woman. You know, go and sort out your issues with your best friend. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. Also, like, Frankie's way overreacting to this whole oh, situation. 100%. <laughs> and Grace is way overreacting to, like, Brianna lending them money. Like, yeah. everybody is just way overreacting to everything that's yeah. happening in this episode. It's well, very extreme. I think at least the, uh, the issue between Grace and Frankie allows Brianna... Like the the transgression of Brianna by lending them money sort of like fall by the wayside a little quicker because like yeah. she's pissed about that at first, but then you know the rest of the episode it's not really mentioned much, right? Until I mean it's like yeah, large it's like touched upon a little bit in the next episode, but it's kind of not a big deal. Yeah, you kind of get the feeling that Grace has let that water flow under the bridge kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> if that's the right way yeah. of wording that expression, sure. um and like and we do have like i like the way this episode ends you know because it's like grace frankie finally allows grace to like express how she feels you know like about why she wanted to have the gun to begin with um and they finally actually like both express their feelings and are able to make up and lock everybody out of the house which was funny yeah (laughs) no it's nice to have them have a a real a real moment and you know just talk about how grace you know was alone for pretty much all the time that she lived with right with robert so she needed that protection but now she has frankie no right <laughs> frankie's almost as good as a gun <laughs> as i did protection goes. i did love the way that they said it though because she was like she's like you're with me too much like sometimes too much and she's like but i like that sometimes right. too much and i was like ah, like yes best friends so yeah they they make up and that's great but we do have a little bit of leftover tension between bud and coyote where yes, bud has kind of told coyote that he needs to move out yep. find his own place and that that rolls over into the next episode then yeah um, and we do have yeah we do have the other bit too that 
like rolls over into I think the last episode that we talked about today because uh right in the beginning of this episode we have Mel and Brianna talking about uh oh yeah what's his name square jawed Ryan or whatever <laughs> and, and I think just probably Ryan <laughs> the, the man of the night <laughs> yes he's a professional <laughs> he looked like a lawyer <laughs> kind of he charged me $400 for the hour <laughs> And she's uh, just like, I'm too stoned to play this game. Right. Jesus, Mal, he's a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how immediately Mallory's just kind of like... What? <laughs> I, know, she's like, I mean, what? I guess that's kind of, like, shocking. Even for kind Brianna of. to be like, oh, you're seeing a hooker right. on the regular. Yeah. Well, it's just, yeah, it's... You think that Brianna wouldn't have any trouble getting any old guy. But I guess maybe this way she knows that... There's no emotional connection. Yeah. 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 Which um develops more, yeah, in the last episode we'll be discussing today. The alert, um, the whole that whole situation yeah. is flushed out a lot more. <laughs> yeah. And we do have a brief moment too of Mallory like breaking down and talking yeah. you know, where she's not really happy in her relationship. But like then she's very moment, quick. Yeah. yeah, she's very quick to be like, I have a billion kids and a husband, yeah. I should be happy. But she's not, and I think we've seen that developing for a while, too, and yeah. her kind of saying that, you know, you, you kind of know something's not right in their relationship, and and that, that will progress as well. It will. Not, not in these next three episodes, but eventually. Yeah. So that's that storyline. Did you have any uh, quotes from this well, episode? Well, we have a whole other storyline. Oh, we do. Robert and Saul. Oh my God, that's true. I forgot. <laughs> that I mean, was my least interested one. So I know it's very brief, and I just have like one major question about it, okay. which is: Do all old people who are preparing to have sex look that awkward? <laughs> what do you mean, like him standing in the doorway, oh looking, <laughs> trying to look sexy? And Saul just like playing along with it like that was normal. I mean, he's wearing the sexiest material. It clings in all the right places. It but, clings oh, in like, all the places. Their chemistry is just off. Like it's just so awkward seeming to me. Like they don't like this awkward planned out sex night kind <laughs> of thing. And it's like I don't know. I didn't like it, and I felt really uncomfortable watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Which like it doesn't bother me to see them kiss or anything, but like just that scene was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't as affected by it, I guess. I don't know. I'm just afraid that when I'm old, I'm gonna look that awkward having sex now too. You probably will. You'll be like, oh, I'm wearing silk. I'm wearing satin, and it's oh, clinging everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a little awkward. It made even more so with the fact that he saw a ghost of his mother. Basically. Yeah. And that <laughs> that definitely made it more awkward. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that is um, another storyline that will carry over, and we'll yeah, the fact that he's talk about just worried that he's gonna go to hell. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in the the next episode. Yeah. Um, or but, is it the yeah. one after that? No, it's the next episode. It's the next episode. Yes. So, so that's that's all I had to say about that. Yeah. Same. 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 <laughs> um, I only had one quote from okay. this episode and why don't you eat a bowl of wangs <laughs> frankie Fr- frankie um <laughs> i liked coyote describing frankie as uh she was rambling like a prison letter and <laughs> <laughs> let me see i had a couple other ones um 
Oh, I think this was about Frankie. She's dangerous. Oh, no, it was about Grace. She's dangerous, menacing, a lunatic. Has she called? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, and then there was that moment when um, Brie, oh, Mallory's like, oh, I wish I had a Frankie. And Brie's just like, I thought I was your Frankie. Oh, yeah, that was really sweet. Yeah, she's like, no, you are. <laughs> um, yeah, Bola Wangs was a good one. Uh, and then uh, Frankie being like, I say some of my most profound shit when I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> the pot doesn't work on me. <laughs> the pot. Anyway. But yeah, that was episode six then. The pot. The pot. So we can move on into episode seven, The Fall. And this is the, floor, the one right? where I commiserate with Grace and Frankie because they both throw their backs out at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie does it by... She's like, of course, doing like a ceremony to remove yeah. all of the negative gun energy. In their so house. mote it be, mote. <laughs> you mean might? <laughs> oh, you be kicked right out of the coven. <laughs> I love that. It reminded me of my but, weekend days when I when you had to say like, so mote it be. So mote it be. Might. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's like she's burning sage, which causes her to have to sneeze. Oh, and yeah. just the sneezing like throws her back out. And I can relate to that because when my back was really sore, sneezing was like one of the most painful things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so definitely you use your back muscles to sneeze much more than you realize until they're all sore. Yeah, until you've thrown your back <laughs> completely out. Right. So Grace tries to help Frankie up off the floor and then it throws her back out doing that. So they're both floor bound by 30 seconds into the episode, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Floor bound. And then I love the fact that everything that they really need is nowhere near them. Like, and it's all in the same spot yeah. in like, Frankie's hippie room. Yeah. <laughs> and Frank, I love Grace is just like, what just happened? And Frankie's like, I believe we've fallen and we can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And Grace is just like, you know, trying to make it to find a, some way of contacting their website right. manager or whatever. Well, they have they have a an interview with a website, like with like a news website that afternoon, and yeah, so they didn't yeah. want to miss it because it, the website was going to promote their vibrator. Right. So it's like very important to Grace that they are able to get up off the ground and get ready in time to leave for this interview. And Frankie's just like, "Honey, that's not going to happen. Yeah, we're floor people now. <laughs> <laughs> Come and forge with me. We're floor people now." <laughs> yeah it is it's fun watching them sort of like race to the phone afterwards and like throwing uh, towels and stuff. that race scene is like (laughs) the best like race scene ever recorded (laughs) it's so funny and i also love when like when grace originally like rolls over oh, top yeah. of frankie like if you look at the actress's faces they're both trying really hard not to laugh as like as like grace is just like tumbling over frankie yeah. it's really really funny i like how she's just like i don't say this enough but you are a very striking woman <laughs> as as she's like right on top of yeah her. And grace is just like oh thank you and keeps going <laughs> oh, and then they they can't decide who they should call to help them because they don't want their kids to know that this right. had happened and 
they don't want to like this it's like um frankie's like are you going to call 911 and grace is like 911 god no that's for emergencies <laughs> and then frankie's like oh well i'll check back with you tomorrow then <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess one day is not too much of an emergency but i guess you're not gonna die probably unless yeah. you have like bleeding from a hip fracture or right something. i enjoyed the uh, uh frankie who wanted them to call the pizza place and have whatever <laughs> ron or whoever come over and like pick them up i don't think i what what was his name grace is like i don't think i want him to see me in this state either right. <laughs> and frankie's like he's seen worse do you think i've never been stuck in the bath <laughs> <laughs> to think that this person would just be like okay i'm on my way over help you out I of the bath like, <laughs> i feel like frankie just orders a pizza and then like when the delivery guy gets there she just like calls come up here right and then the I'm guy just gets stuck helping her <laughs> i don't know That's she's, how she's I think pretty that plays out. she's pretty good at like making friends with random people because remember when That's she true. was trying to like learn how to tweet or whatever or set up her computer and then she like befriended the computer tech guy or whatever well yes but that was also his job was to be friendly and help her do that so she didn't true. return the That's computer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, so them, them being trapped on the on the ground, has, or on the floor rather, has also led to a nice little scene towards the end of the episode too where Grace kind of finally starts to admit that she's getting older. Yeah. And the realities of, of what that means. And... and that she's kind of been trying to ignore it, but she, you know, can't anymore yeah obviously but <laughs> but that's okay because frankie kind of boosts her up and she's like you're still climbing trees yeah <laughs> you're still that little girl and then they call the obvious choice <laughs> robert and saul to come and help them get up off the floor yeah and don't make their interview in person but are able to reschedule it so they can skype in for the interview yeah and, and so it was a good idea to like set it up as if it were like a little office with like yeah. the thing in the background just... and they just got like robert and saul crawling under the <laughs> table like handing them heating pads and taking pain pills off the table <laughs> <laughs> so that was really cute too and it just shows that they the four of them still have like a good relationship yeah yeah it was funny too watching them uh, trying to figure out which person is going to be on which side to help them up. They're like, "Oh, yeah. I've got a pinched nerve on my left side, so I've got to use my right." I've got sciatica on my left, so that works out well. <laughs> my knees are completely shot, so I'll have to leverage with my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Who lifts with their ankles? How is that even possible? I don't think it is. Nobody does that. <laughs> don't try this at home, kid. <laughs> do not do not try that at home. Oh my god! Uh, I guess unless you're doing like that one. That machine at the gym where you stick your ankles underneath it and you know what i'm talking about what oh <laughs> oh and then like to do crunches no you like sit in a chair and you okay. stretch out your legs and you put them underneath this bar that's like down and then you raise your legs up oh your for your quads or whatever i guess i don't know yeah. what it's working out your yeah. ankles it's working out your ankles <laughs> You're lifting with your You're ankles. You're leveraging with your ankles. <laughs> Maybe Saul just does a lot of that exercise. Maybe. <laughs> so he has really strong ankles. Maybe he should have just like gotten on the floor and lifted her with his ankles. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Instead, like literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been the best way to go about that, it I'm cer sure. certainly would have been a scene, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, uh, I guess this is tying into the Saul-Robert thing. 
but when he's like asking her if that he hope or he's saying like I hope that when I'm gone you'll remember me or whatever like kindly and she's like well yeah. I'll remember you picking me up off the floor if that ever happens right <laughs> <laughs> that was funny too Aww. but yeah that's um Robert and Saul's storyline then is <laughs> Robert picks the most random person on earth to have brunch with which is like a guy that he met once yeah and that's all yelled at <laughs> yeah but he was a he was a catholic priest so i mean but he has to know other people who were catholic priests he was catholic like, right yeah. why this guy so but it, anyways because he's concerned that i mean ultimately we find out it's because he's concerned that he's going to go to hell for being gay right and that's why he's seeing his mother um when he's trying to get down and busy with Saul. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't have, I don't have too many reactions to that. I think it's... I just... I, I like... Only I don't like Saul in it at all. Yeah. Like, so... Like, when he comes out and Robert is kind of talking quietly to the priest about this issue Saul is like of course angry and stupid and like demanding and needs to know what's going on and that's like I just hate everything about Saul's attitude there well that's kind of like defeating the other purpose of the visit because supposedly well I guess Saul didn't know what the real reason for the visit was or the brunch the gayest brunch was but he uh you know they kind of make it seem between them that the idea was for Saul to like apologize to the dude Mm -hmm. you know for flipping out the first time and so then of course this time when they're like whispering together he like flips out again and it's like well someone someone needs to control their anger issues which is kind of funny because like in the first couple seasons he's sort of like touted as the very like chill down to earth type of guy but apparently he's a very jealous folk I know, which, like, he has no right to be. He didn't really become jealous until after he cheated on Robert. Yeah, Which makes no sense, because, like, he's the one who did the cheating. Right. (laughs) So I don't know. So I don't don't love him at all, really, in any context. (laughs) I like Brianna better than Saul most days. Oh, my God. Brianna's great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, she's also terrible. Oh, she's terrible, but, you know, she makes no premise. Yeah, exactly. terrible (laughs) right like she's she 100 admits but um so yeah so then the other storyline then we have um the kids in this episode as well searching for a new place for coyote to live yeah so they go to see the duke (laughs) (laughs) who brianna sure is going to show them that his penis right (laughs) and coyote finds a tiny house he does which is i think a good a good thing for him it is. Tiny house is um, kind of perfect. He doesn't have a car to pull it around with, so no. moving it will be problematic, but... He can build up to, you know, getting a car, because he won't be paying any sort of, like, mortgage or That's anything. That's true. Hopefully, um, the street... He parks it in front of Mallory's house, so hopefully the street that Mallory lives on isn't one of those ones where you have to park on one side of the road one day and then the other <laughs> side of the road the next day. He has to, like, haul it with his own, like, attach right, it to his back. back yeah. and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so, but you know that kind of advances the Bud Coyote storyline very quickly because, like, even in the yeah. beginning of the episode, he's being very Bud's being very douchey about like, you know, like, oh, you're trying to find a uh, an apartment, like, how you'll never find one, like, you're not responsible right. and all this stuff. Well, I think he's still mad that um, oh, yeah. Coyote kind of you know dissed his girlfriend, dissed Allison. Sure. So sure. 
And he also probably doesn't really think that Coyote's going to, like, move out that day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he does. <laughs> he finds a tiny house and he packs up his two boxes of belongings and leaves. Yeah. And I like that. I like that Bud is sort of, like, you know, does admit that he's going to miss him and he's, like, yeah. feeling really sad about it. Because, you know, I mean, it's a, an abrupt change. What, you know, literally the next day to be like, sorry, I'm moving Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. And Bud kind of gets over his anger at Coyote then, which is good. Yeah. Because I like them together. Yeah. <laughs> when Bud's like, I'm glad Mom bought you. <laughs> Coyote's <laughs> like, I'm glad Mom bought you too. <laughs> yeah. And because I think, you know, Bud, I th- the thing with uh, Allison definitely pushed him over the edge. But it, I, I think deep down, Bud likes to be the person who's needed and can resolve the conflicts and stuff. Yeah, definitely. You know, he likes that. So it's just, it was a culmination of like him trying to, you know, tap that, if you will. <laughs> and, you know, everyone insulting his girlfriend that pushed him. Well, I don't feel like that's the first time that like Bud and Allison had done the Beast the of the Billion Bags. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know so. why such a big deal that he'd be able to do it that day but i guess yeah he was just trying to be more authoritative yeah now that he's the big boss man yeah pour me some coffee please oh wait no wine wine that's right (laughs) sorry default drink for me is coffee (laughs) (laughs) it's really great coffee today by the way let me just slip this little advertisement in for starbucks um harvest festival coffee is now on sale in stores so if you get the opportunity to buy a bag of that it's really great oh so try it so Harvest Festival. a little plug for some starbucks coffee normally i just buy starbucks french roast and drink that but i tried this one and it's great is it sort of like a chai-esque type of like like heavily spiced is that no it doesn't have any like additional seasoning in oh, it okay. it's like some different type of bean that they use in a different type of way that it's roasted it gives it like a really like nutty oh. aromatic flavor and it's very smooth and oh, nice. it goes amazing with pepperidge farms cheese pumpkin cheesecake cookies because that's what i was uh... drinking it with <laughs> i could definitely... trying to pretend that it was autumn <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's nearly it's getting there but it was 85 degrees and humid out here, so yeah. didn't quite feel like autumn yet, but I'm pretending. Yeah, that's fair. Anyways, if you get a chance to buy that Starbucks coffee, like, it's just in the bag, you know, you don't even have to buy it in the store. Nice. Or, like, at a Starbucks store, you know. Cool. I'll it's definitely good. try it. Anyways. Anyway. Do you have any quotes from this episode that we haven't said? <laughs> I have a few. Uh, you go with yours while I try to figure what mine are all right i have grace saying fuck me in the eye (laughs) (laughs) yes and then i have two by brianna okay um one can we please get the hell out of here i smell meth (laughs) (laughs) brianna how do you know what meth smells like right (laughs) and then the other one is (laughs) or is harsh cooking brussels spouts on your stovetop and then hotboxing yourself to death with your own farts Oh my god. I liked Brianna too when they were in that lot when she uh Mallory screams and then she's like, Run! It's too late for Mallory. <laughs> yeah. Um let's see. Yeah, we're floor people now, I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I like when uh, Grace uh Frankie calls Grace a tenacious little prairie dog. A tenacious <laughs> little prairie dog. Yeah. Um I think that might be it for my for my quotes from this one. Whoa. Whoa. 
I feel like the next episode, every other line on my notes is a quote. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I have a lot of them for some reason. Perfect. Then let's jump into episode eight, The Alert. The Alert, which is like a direct response to (laughs) the previous episode. Yes, it is. Um, Because The Alert are panic alert buttons (laughs) that at the kids by Grace and Frankie after reading in the article that they had fallen but they can still get off (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i like uh despite all the effort they went through to make sure that they didn't know that they had fallen you know like they didn't want to they set up everything to make a yeah they're just like and uh frankie ends up talking about it anyway thanks to her pain medication she's on pain pills and she mentions it which i think probably in a way does them a lot of good. I think that's probably part of what makes the article such a success for them is, you know, that realistic element to the storyline. But of course, Grace is like, why did you have to tell them that we had fallen down? Yeah. And then the kids buy them panic alert buttons because they're, you know, understandably afraid at that point that if they've spent the entire day on the floor unable to get up that, you know, maybe they need them. Right. I contemplate buying one for my mom all the time. Oh, really? I feel oh, like yeah. your mother would be very much the same and would, like, as uh, Frankie does at the end, like, toss it in a drawer and, like, not... Oh, yeah, she would definitely <laughs> wouldn't keep it with her. <laughs> like, the best way would be to attach it to their dog's collar because yeah. if she fell down, the dog would come to her with the panic alert button. That's true. And she could just press it. <laughs> yeah. That'd probably be a good, yeah, a good alternative. I know. I'd have to get some sort of case for it, though, where the dog couldn't accidentally, like, lay down on it and press the button. <laughs> yeah. Send, a, send a several ambulances to your parents' house. Exactly. They don't need that. No. But, but uh, yeah. So the I, I like that, you know, Grace is very much against this. And she, she does agree to take off her heels. But then the moment when she just smashes her panic yeah. button with it, I'm like... Well, I, I don't think that she actually agreed to stop wearing heels. I think she was just like, oh, here's something else I could do with it. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. like, because uh, she doesn't even take the other one off. <laughs> no, she just like hobbles away. In protest. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Uh, but wearing heels, though, like, I... I've never worn a pair of high heels in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that they would be comfortable or at all like stable. Yeah. I feel like I around in. I feel like I may have the only picture of you in high heels that exists. Yeah, and I think I <laughs> fell like five seconds after you took that picture. <laughs> you were definitely already falling in it, so probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I guess like it was part of her what she felt was her like business attire and like, you know part of what made her like the fancy yeah. grace that she is so yeah i can see that but but yeah i guess if you're old and falling on the floor you probably shouldn't be trying to like walk up and down stairs in heels exactly i'm just realizing in my notes i uh-huh. spelled saul's name wrong every single time how'd you spell it s-a-u-l oh i mean which is like what my computer wants me to type it as not yeah. s-o-l um i think so- there are some Sauls spelled that way too I don't know. I mean, they must be because that's what my computer wants. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like looking at it. I'm like, that's just doesn't look right. What's wrong with it? <laughs> oh, I've spelled it wrong everywhere. <laughs> Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. <laughs> so they have another business meeting Ugh. in this episode. <laughs> I hate with a this place business called. meeting. 
I mean, I do too, but I can I can understand where Grace is coming from. Like we have this great oh, product, yeah. but we have no capital. We have no distribution. There's no way to yeah. get it out there into the world at this point. So like this is a good opportunity. This is a company yeah. that is already established and has <laughs> capital and distribution and can manufacture this product yeah. and sell it for us. Um, but yeah, I don't like. No, it makes sense. Purple. But I, I, I do <laughs> like the uh, Frankie's original initial response is like, well, you at least let me tender my resignation. <laughs> she just immediately assumes Grace is firing yeah. her. <laughs> She's like, you're an equal partner. You can't be fired. Oh, I was under the impression I could fire you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I get the fact that, especially if this is something that's tied to, like, older folks, intimate, whatever. Like, of course, you know, you want sort of, like, your product to be well-marketed and right. attached to a big name. But as soon as they, like, reveal the, like, heavily airbrushed, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, photoshopped everything. It's like, that's yeah, too much. Yeah, like, definitely. I, mean, I like the idea that the company wanted to put Grace and Frankie on the box. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. I like that. But they try to make them look like they're in their 40s instead of in their 70s. Right. <laughs> um, and to, like, market it to... To older people, you know, you don't, what is it, Grace ends up saying at the end, we can't play a part in erasing the very people that we made this for, you know, like, and that's what they're trying to do, um, essentially. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it's just not the right way to go about marketing something something like that. Yeah, and I do like that we see sort of like the change that Grace has been undergoing here, because even she's like, you know, like, if I were younger, this would have been an easy yes for me, but... Right, yeah. You know, and pushes away the stuff, and... Then they just so happen to, you know, have, like, 5,000 pre-orders on their thing. <laughs> Which they didn't realize at first, you know, yeah. talking about, like, should we go with Purple Orchid, should we not? You know, will we be successful on our own? And Grace is just like, it'll just be you, me, and our little old lady business. And then Frankie's look at Grace, I just checked the website and we have over 5,000 pre-orders and Grace is like, that's over $200,000. <laughs> Which, how much are they selling these vibrators for? Let me do some quick yeah, math Yeah, do on some that. quick calculations. I'm guessing probably like 40 bucks. No, that can't be right. Hold on. <laughs> 200,000. There and we go. And it was 5,219. 5, so, oh, yeah, like $38. Okay. okay. That's more reasonable. Yeah, it's not In too my bad. head, for some reason, I thought it was going to be, like, a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good with math. <laughs> That's still, like, a pretty lucrative business already. Like, it shows that, you know, they did make this product that a lot of people need. And that probably, you know, all of that interest in it is purely from that news article or whatever. Right, yeah. So, like, had they gone with an airbrushed, like, younger approach... You know, it wouldn't have drawn probably as many people. So. Right. And in the, the logo and their vibrant box is very, you know, it doesn't sound like a person. It's not geared towards any age, right. you know, so like that's works well for them, I think. Yeah. It's just I, this... guess I think that the article, like kind of talking about the fact that they had fallen down probably does pay a large role in marketing it really, you know? Yeah. It definitely like humanizes them and. Right. And stuff. They've fallen, but they can still get off. <laughs> I love that article title. It is a good one. Uh, hmm. It's the title of the last month of my life. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Multiple connections to the title. Yes, all of the connections. Hmm. But um, 
so yeah that's that's pretty much their storyline yeah grace or i mean frankie rather presses the panic button a couple times but (laughs) well she ends up getting the ambulance called to the (laughs) meeting because she wears the panic button to the meeting and accidentally presses it which during that she's like oh no there's no problem or whatever like she clearly you know is in a state where she's not on the floor or panicking so like you right. would think the dispatcher would that's why i think at, at the end she's like i think he's a little like i think the dispatcher's a smart ass because yeah. they sent someone even though she was clearly not in trouble but yeah i guess i think maybe they're just supposed to yeah i don't know but anyways but yeah. we have brianna seeing her man of the night in this episode again at the beginning and that is becomes increasingly strange and weird for her throughout the episode because like she's just like having sex with him in the office at the beginning and it's a little bit awkward when he's like you're 20 dollars short you know she's like oh i wanted up a 20 and threw it at a kid or whatever (laughs) (laughs) and then you know she'll just pick up the tab next time i guess yeah how about Wednesday? I have a standing appointment on Wednesday. Yeah. And then she's like dehumanized a little bit further when he tells her that she's in his phone as Brianna 3. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> and Brianna's bad. not even that popular of a name, so right. he must be super popular. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, yeah. He's just got appointments all day, it seems. I guess. Yeah. But, he must uh, be on some serious yeah. penis pill. Make that happen. <laughs> he does have penis abs or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah then then they see him at the restaurant mm-hmm. i love how mallory just like recognizes him first she's like isn't that yeah. your hooker oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, then he there she has like this awkward moment where she like she finds out that he's married yeah and like this is just a job for him i need you know connections in real life and yeah. she kind of starts to realize that she probably does which too. i mean like we all knew that, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> we knew that, but Brianna didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's she's missing the connections, so. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It must be interesting I'm, to have a partner who's, like, a sex worker. and I then couldn't do that. That would be too weird. Yeah. It'd be pretty intense. I guess they'd have to be tested, like, regularly. For real? Like, every day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> But um, and then that storyline kind of ends with like a an oddly sweet moment between Mallory and Coyote, who was like watching Mallory's kids, and yeah. I think like she said something, I don't know if it was this episode or the previous one about or like about how Coyote's better with the kid the kids than Mitch's kind yeah. of thing, and we know that there's like some history between Coyote and Mallory. Um, so maybe she's like starting to think, geez, what if I had gone with him instead, kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, that was cute. I feel like we do. It does seem like the the show is trying to set it up so that Mallory comes to the realization that she is like in love with Coyote still or something. Yeah, which is a little weird, I think. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. We, do, we will. Um, I, the only other thing with that is oh yes, yeah, Saul. Saul yeah, realizes. the Sullen Roberts storyline. I have a question about this one. Okay. Because in the very first season, in the episode with the funeral, yeah, um, we learned that whatever the guy's name was who died, uh-huh. I don't remember who it was, uh-uh. um, 
<laughs> he had, he was the one who had gotten Robert and Saul jobs at the law firm. Okay. It's like what they see. And this, with like Bud taking over the law firm, kind of implies that Robert and Saul own the law firm. Yeah. So like, if they had been given jobs at this law firm, like how did they end up owning it where they can like give it to somebody else when they retire? Hmm. <laughs> I, mean, like, I wonder. A there. Yeah. Maybe they took it over when he died. Maybe. I don't know. Because I, well, I don't know. Because, or maybe like originally before they had their own law firm, they worked with that guy and he's the one who got them started in law. Maybe. Because I feel like, yeah, because they, Saul's kind of like, oh, we've, you know, Joan Margaret's been working with us since we started, basically. And I that's, know. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, that's a little fuzzy. It's sure. a little inconsistent, I think, that maybe... Because the funeral's like the third episode in the series, so yeah. maybe they didn't really know what they you know, yeah. like what they wanted to do with the storyline back it's, then. And it's a very, just like, quick line where right. it's like, oh, you know, this... I can't remember what the hell the guy's name was. We'll call him Harvey. Harvey got <laughs> Robert his job at the law firm, and then Frankie's like, oh, yeah, he got Saul's job there, too. And then they're like, I blame him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Which is kind of surprising, because I feel like out of all of the shows that I've watched, this seems one of the most consistent in terms of not mixing up backstories or right. previously this mentioned is, stuff. You know? This is the only time I think I've noticed something like that, but it did kind of strike me as like, well, this is... I feel like the only way they could be giving Bud the law firm is if it was their firm to begin <laughs> with. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, they couldn't do something like that. Right. But I don't know, maybe... Like you said, they started somewhere else and then went off and created their own law firm. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. None of that's made clear. But. Right. But, but regardless, Bud's taking it over. <laughs> Bud's taking it over and is, you know, at ends with basically with both Joan Margaret and his dad still working there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> As we find out. Um, and we know that Saul's been going back and forth on like whether or not he should retire for a while now you know robert's already retired robert wants him to retire as well and saul's just like hanging on and he thinks he's hanging on for bud to like you know he can't just abandon him now kind of thing but we find out like or saul finds out that he's doing more harm than good you know he's holding bud back by staying yeah, staying and, like, correcting all of his documents, which then need to be corrected back. Right. And by, like, Saul staying is, like, kind of resulting in Joan, Joan Margaret staying. Yeah. And, like, both of them are hindering his ability to do his best performance. So right. they both end up retiring and officially yeah. leaving Bud to the business. That they do. Yeah. And that's pretty much the the long and short of that episode yeah pretty much um quotes quotes um you said you had a bunch right i do okay you can read me some of yours all right um frankie when she first gets the panic alert button and presses it she's like is someone living in here (laughs) (laughs) grace says that's like asking Frankie not to dress like she's going on a granola run for her cult. <laughs> yeah. Then Frankie says about the bears, they're coming for our water and picnic baskets. 
and the the purple orchid lady can't remember what her name is she says we want to make you to the ben and jerry of vaginal stimulation <laughs> good lord and the rest of them i said during the episode cool. or during, during our podcast yeah i think the only lingering ones i have are uh when robert says you too could be wearing buckle shoes on a tuesday morning <laughs> <laughs> and uh when um, what's his name? Bud is telling Frankie that he'll call, and he's like, "I'll call every day." And she's like, "Every day? Ugh, I don't, I don't want to be tied to my phone." You know, <laughs> yeah. she wants, wants him to call a little more often. Right. But uh, yeah, I think that's all I have from this one. Your mom probably wants you to call a little more often too. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops! I tried calling my mom this week, and she didn't answer. So. Oh really? Yeah. Well. You did your part. Very well, then. I did my job. <laughs> but yeah, so that was uh, season three, episodes six, seven, and eight, which means that next week, hopefully, if we can get back well, on track. Next week might be <laughs> hoping for too much with our past track record. <laughs> That's true. We'll see if we can correct that. But next time, time we record a podcast, <laughs> it will be season three, episodes nine. 10 and 11, which are the apology, the labels, and the other vibrator. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, in the meantime, feel free to let us know what you thought about these episodes on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. Cool. And we will see you <laughs> on the flippity flip. Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>